You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. You know that uh, if the Gedolim of America and Eretz Yisrael knew that at the time Rav Moshe was head and shoulders, they always used to say Rav Moshe is greater than all of us. That's what they used to say. So there's a Gedolim, how, how do you become Gedolim of a minion? How do you become God men of a minion? God men of a chokhmah, you become, how do you, how do you, how do you greater than minions? Only, every, every human being, no matter how great he is, is one person. So often they say the following. A person has a, a God of a chokhmah, and he has many people who follow his psaks, and then that's, that's a God of men of a chokhmah of a minion. So even if someone's God of men of a chokhmah of a minion, we said, if someone's a post, he's allowed to argue with him. And then Rav Moshe said, not only are you allowed to argue with me, but you have to argue with me. You have to argue with me. And for those who say that you can't argue with the Gadol, they're Megalopadam B'Torah Shalok HaLacha. Which means that it's, a, it's, a, it's an incorrect, faulty psak. It's a faulty hashkafa, and it's not the way Torah works. Torah works by each person who's holding in, uh, in, in understanding of Torah has a right to paskin for themselves and for their talmidim, for their constituents, for their shul. That's the appropriate thing. If someone is not in the ballpark, you have to be a bar plukta. If you're not a bar plukta, which means you don't, you, you know, you never did the Tosfos, you never learned the Masechta. But this is what you think because you looked it up on Google. So that's not appropriate. That's incorrect. That you can't do. That you have to be holding in the sugi. You have to be a bar plukta in order to be to argue, but once you've reached that level, wherever that is, someone who knows uh, the, knows uh, the call it Torah Kula, which doesn't mean every single Hasidish Sefer that's on uh, Hebrew books. It means you've learned Shas, if you learned the Shulchan Aruch, and you understand how learning works, then you have an obligation to Paskin for yourself, you have an obligation to Paskin the way you see the Halacha to be, and you have an obligation to argue with whomever there is that is arguing with you. Yes, Jordan? Out of respect, would you call Rav Moshe I'm not sure out of respect, you might do it out of smarts, because if Rav Moshe says something that's against you, you might say, maybe I should call him to, uh, to understand why I'm coming to a different conclusion than him. Possibly. Possibly. Listen, that's it. I don't think so. That's not, it's not respect. You know, I'm, a lot of, I'm not arguing disrespectfully, I'm arguing respectfully. I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's talking about. I saw someone write a sefer on Hilchas Erev and he writes on the Mishnah Brura, Mishnaso Eina Brura. Mishnaso Eina Brura. So that's disrespectful. That's not a, that's not a proper way to speak. I think that's, I thought that was very disrespectful. Mishnaso Eina Brura? He's a Mishnah Brura. So right, I think, I think he's wrong. Fine, but Mishnaso, he's like, I think that was a little bit, uh, I thought that was a little bit disrespectful. But to say I disagree, I'm, I'm allowed to, I don't think that's, it might be smart to talk it over with other people who are holding and learning to make sure that you're thinking straight, but assuming that you've reached, I know I'm thinking straight. I know how to learn. I went to Yeshiva for many, many years. I'm a postdoc. I know how things work. So I'm a lot of passing for myself. That's a, certainly appropriate, and it's also a chiv, and it's a chiv. That's the first thing. Now you're a postdoc, and now you have two ways to go. You can go lechumra, you can go lekula. What do you mean you can go lechumra, you can go lekula? We talk about chumras in general. We'll talk about chumras for a minute. It's not a chumra if I see how to learn a gemara a certain way. This is the way I think it should be learned. This is the way I see the sugya, and it happens to be that the way I'm learning the sugya, my psak that comes out is a chumra, is a stringency. That's not going lechumra. That's not going lechumra. That's the way I see the. That's the way I see the story. That's the way I see the psak. It, it's true that it's true that it turns out that my psak is a chumra, but I'm not going lechumra. I'm not paskining lechumra. I'm paskining the way I see fit. It turns out that my psak is a chumra, as opposed to. I look at the Gemara and I say, you know, you really could look at this in one of two ways. I could see two different ways of coming, of dif- two different conclusions. I could see it go this way is Lakula, and I could equally see another way of learning the Basugya, another way of passing that can go Lakhumra. 
So I, I really can't, I, 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 it goes both ways. I, I'm not sure how to make the decision. So then the Gemara says, very simple. If it's Doraisa, you go Lakula. If it's, if it's, if it's Dorabani, you go Lakula. But if I, if I, if I see that you can't make an air, you can't make an air of him Flatbush, you can't make an air of him Barapur, you can't make an air of him Manhattan, you can't do it. I'm not going Lechumra, I'm not Paskating, I'm Paskating, that's the way I learned Hilchas Erevin, with the way I understand it, the Sarasha Sarabim, in, in those places, therefore you can't make an air. So that, we have to understand what I mean. On the other hand, there is such a thing called the Chumra, the first follows. There's, I, I, I quoted from many different sources. We're not talking about the posting, we're talking about the Shoel. Someone like us, we're not sure what to do, right? We, or, or someone who's, you know, there are things that are definitely not necessary. They're not halacha. They're chumras. What's an example of a chumra? What's an example of a chumra? Let's say your rav says, and the per- person that you usually go to for psaq says you have to keep two days in Eretz Yisrael on the second day Yom Tov. You're not, you're not going, it's not a, that's not a chumra. That's the psaq that your rav gave you. What's a chumra? A chumra is, you know, it's important, I want to wear a big yarmulke. So how big a yarmulke do I want to wear? Well, I want it to be very, I want it to be, the, the halacha says it should be a certain size. I want it to be bigger. I want it to be over my ears. Okay. Okay. That, that's, that's certainly not necessary. No one will say that that's necessary. It's extra. I'm doing something extra. When you keep two days in Eretz Yisrael on the second day yarmulke, because that's what your rav paskin for you, so then that's not a chumrah, that's the psak. When you're doing something that is over and extra and beyond, so then that's, a, that's called a chumrah. You understand the difference? Let me explain. So let's say I want to go to the chumrah. What's the chumrah? The chumrah is that some posts can say that this lulav is not okay. Some posts can say that this esrog is not okay. Yeah, but many posts can say that it is okay. And your said it's, your rav said it's okay. Yeah, but there, isn't it true that there are other rabbanim that say that this is not okay? So, uh, what's, what's the big deal about going L'Chumra? Why not? I mean, don't you want to be careful? So there's an Indian of, you know, Chumra is such a thing. So, in many different sources, in such, in those types of situations, a person's looking, almost looking for Chumras. So I quoted for you, we'll look at it inside from Rabbi Nachman on the one hand. Now I say on the one hand, they all say the same thing. Let's show you this. So Rabbi Nachman in Lukutim Aran says this. Rev, um, the Mikhtav Melir, Rabbi Odessa says the same thing. Rav Moshe has a beautiful tshuva about it, about the terrible um, machla that we call the chumra machla. It's a machla, it's a sickness. It's, really, it's mamash a sickness. Where people will shake a lulav and they'll be worried that maybe the lulav wasn't kosher until they borrow their friends' lulav to shake the lulav. I'm being machmir, maybe my, maybe my lulav wasn't kosher. And you become like, a, you, come, you almost become meshuga. You, sometimes people will daven out loud. It's nice to daven out loud, right? Sometimes daven out loud, you can hear someone saying shema. This one saying Shema, so they say Shema, they repeat the word a few times. Why? Because they're not sure if they said it right. That's, that's a Chumrah, right? That's a Chumrah. That's not a Chumrah, that's a Machla. Uh, that, that's someone who's not able to be comfortable with saying, I, listen, I can't, you can't be perfect. You can't do everything. Besides the fact, very often, a Chumrah is a Kula. Right? So you're saying Shema so many times. That's almost like what we'd call almost OCD almost. It's such a thing that Chumrah could be a mamish like an OCD. So I want to show you how Rabbi Nachman says, if you take on too many chumras, it's going to lead to depression, and you won't be able to serve Hashem properly at all. No, no it's not joking. Rabbi Nachman says this. <coughs> Rabbi Nachman says, read it inside, and we'll see the same thing from, we'll see the same thing from Rabbi Dessler. Zaklal Gadov Yisov Ikar Havoda. Person has to know when he's, when it's a Mishagas, and when it's real. Zaklal Gadov, right, on, on the, on the, you have two pages. Zekal Gadov Yisov Ikar Vavodas Hashem Liyos Tam V'Yosher 
Look at this beautiful language. Rabbi Nachman, as you know, was very big on don't learn and don't talk, don't worry about so much philosophical ideas. Serve Hashem, Tomim Tiyam Hashem Alokacha. Serve Hashem Betmimus. Belishim Chachmas Vachakiris Klal. Without science, philosophy, don't. That's Rabbi Nachman's approach. That's not for now, but when he goes further, he says as follows. Not only am I telling you not to not to learn, you know, other, you know, Greek philosophy or or or, or uh, the, the philosophy of other religions. It's, it's don't don't. It's going to waste your time. It's going to make you confused. But he says further, even chokmas in avodas Hashem, you shouldn't be involved in. What does that mean? Even chachmas within avodas Hashem, can I be doing better? Can I do more? I, I didn't do it right. Too much of that, too much of that is mishagas. It's not only mishagas, but it's unhealthy. Rabbi Nachman. Listen to this line. If someone's trying to be too medactic in mitzvahs, I'm trying to be too medactic. Was I yotze? Did I say every word? Did I, did I maybe, maybe I missed the word in Megillah? So I'm not going to go home. I'm going to hear the whole Megillah. Maybe I missed it. But, but did you miss it? Or not? Probably not, but it's possible. I, I might have lost it for a second. person does that to himself too much. No one's perfect. You can't be perfect. We have this, often we have this mentality that Hashem is like, He's waiting there for you to do something a little bit wrong so you can... Give you a little patch. You're waiting for the, sometimes with the back of the hand, sometimes with the front of the hand, it depends. He's just waiting for the, for the stock portfolio to go. He's waiting, he's waiting for something wrong so it could just start going down. Right? That Rabbachan says, Hashem, the Torah wasn't, we're given to human beings. We're human beings. You have to be normal. And someone who's so machmir, Listen to this language. Someone who's so machmer bechumros yiseros, alehem namar v'chai bohem v'losha yomaz bohem. Is everybody, are you excited? Um, somebody who's too machmer, too crazy, the Torah says you have to live by the Torah, not die by the Torah. It has to be, it has to be enjoyable. And the moment it becomes too, too much and too, Overwhelming, too scared. I'm too nervous. Maybe I didn't, because then you're doing. You're on the wrong track. Isn't that the definition? People who are like that have no chiyus. What's moroshchora? That's the fancy word of saying depression. Maybe I wasn't yotze. Maybe I. I I have a friend. He learns all. The, he's a. He's a. He's a. I'm not going to say to. He's a. He's a wonderful guy. He's, he's a. He's a professional. He learns all the time. All the time he learns. He's, he's learning on the bus. He's learning. He's listening to shiurim. He's a. He's a shikle, He's a tabachol. Every. Hey, how you doing? How you good. How's the family? Good. How's the learning? Man, could be better. I'm, I, I, I try to. What, what do you mean? Bad could be better. It's great. You're doing great. You say it's great. Baruch Hashem. Ah, it could be better. I'm not good. I could be more. I mean, what does he want to learn? He wants to learn at three o'clock in the morning. From three to five. Three to five, you should get up and go back to sleep. It's crazy. It's too much. It's going to lead to marish chayrets. It's mishago. The ram. So let's talk about. That's from the, the person as individuals ourselves. We have to know. First, we have to know what's the chumrah, what's halacha. Very important. That's the first thing. 
And the second thing is, a person has to know that uh, if he's too caught up with the with the emayotzim and not the yotzim, did I do it right? Did I not do it right? I, I can't listen to my rav because someone else says that you should be machmir, and uh, maybe he knows more. That, that's not. That's already the Rabbi Nachman says mapilim ba'avodas Hashem. It's going to hurt your avodas Hashem, even though it's a great yitzhara. And that's what the pasuk says. There's a sotem milfanenu which tells you that you should do something inappropriate. There's a sotem acharenu that tells you stay, you know, do more. Do more and more and more, and then you try to, you run the, you belong on the second rung, and you jump to the ninth rung, and then, you know, the next thing you know, you're on the ladder, and the ladder fell on you. That's Rabbi Nachman's trust. If you think it's just Rabbi Nachman, I'll just show you that Rabbi Loyo Dessler says as follows. Rabbi Dessler. So we have it from the, from the Chasidus, and we have it from the Tzad Litvish. Someone wants to be machmir. It's the bottom of the page. Someone wants to be machmir. It's a wonderful thing to be machmir. Spend more money on an esrog. That's wonderful. Rav Shachter always says you spend too much on an esrog, you give less stucco. So I see, Rav Shachter always says I spend forty dollars on an esrog. Rav Shachter says I spend forty dollars on an esrog. How much do people spend? hundred. I have a hundred dollars to spend on an esrog. I spend forty. I give sixty dollars to stucco. Other people are spending a hundred dollars. So there's a guy, a kid in the, you know, usually these chumras happen when you're 19, 20, often. Some people, and he's sitting in the, in, in the, in the, in the place, and he's looking at the esrogim, the love him. 45 minutes, an hour is there. I'm with my kid trying to pick it, right? He asks me, he asks one rob, he says, okay, then he says, then he comes to me, he asks me. He can't, he, he's not, that's, it's, it's, you know. Someone just told me that Rev. David Feinstein, he was, um, he was, um, so, um, Jason uh, Suss told me. He went with his father to the Lower East Side. He always buys his little Vanessa by the Lower East Side. Lower East Side goes to the little Vanessa, right? So he's there, and people are looking, and there, it's beautiful, right? You're looking. Rev. David Feinstein, people there for an hour. He sees people an hour, and they're trying to, he's trying to elbow his way in to get an Esrog. Rev. David Feinstein walks in, looks up an Esrog. I'll take it. Goes to the guy, take it. It's a beautiful Esrog. You have to sit there for two hours. What about Bittal Torah? Bittal Torah. So you have to weigh these things. Doesn't mean they should take every call in the book. We're going to see how poskening works, but it means you have to be you have to be smart and healthy. You have to be smart and healthy. The Rav Moshe writes in a famous tshuva where a man is upset that his wife is not covering her hair too much. You familiar with this tshuva? So yes, Rav Moshe, my wife is covering. She's showing a little bit. The tefach more. It's more than a tefach. Rav Moshe says, "Calm down. First of all, calm down. First of all, this is not your Indian. It's your wife's Indian. All right. She's doing the halacha. You want it to be machmir? Don't worry about it. It's not your business." So he says to the man, Rav Moshe, it's not my, look at Rav Moshe. Afim means the shaitl. Because I, I'm not sure if she's wearing a shaitl, she's wearing a shaitl, but she's showing a, Rav Moshe's tshuva. Afim lahachmir. You know, there's a sefer that just came out with all the reasons why you can't, a woman cannot wear a shaitl bechlal. It's against the Allah to wear a shaitl. It's everything. And you can't wear it, you have, the sleeves can't be to here. You have to be to here. So you have to walk around like a, like a, like, you know, with a, what do they call it? Um, a burqa. A burqa, a burqa. Right? Normal? So that's when, that's when it becomes, it's the tzad, you, you start drawing from the sitra achra. Rav Moshe writes, even if you want to be machmir, chevra, there's areas where you could be machmir. Don't put your chumras on her. Wow. It's my wife. It's not. It's not my. It's not, not my cousin. It's not my aunt. It's my wife. That's din. That's her din. If she's not doing kalacha, then you have. If she's doing something against halacha, then you have to say, "Listen, it's against halacha. We, we're a team. We have to have to keep the door." So the halacha says, "Ve'kibin shuhi osok din," and that's what Rov Haposkim say is okay. 
Shagam near, and the truth is, the halach is probably like them. You want to be machmir? Eno yachol hachmir oleho. The Mikhtar Belly writes, let's just show you. It is a big Indian to be machmir. It's a good thing, however. Yesh tsarach godol hi zoher, laval yavo yudei nezek. Person has to be careful that chumras don't become damaging. When a person starts to feel, I'm not doing the right thing too much. Now, the truth is, if you're really not doing the right thing too much, if you're really not doing the right, if you're really involved in things that are really not the right thing, then we have to, we have, we have to figure, you have to fix that. Somebody who's too crazy, too extreme in one area, for sure he'll lose in another area. This becomes my Indian, my thing. You know, and then everybody who doesn't do this is, what about all the other things? You know, that's not so important. Lashon Har is not so important. But, uh, you know, but covering the hair is the most important thing in the world. You have to be balanced. Torah has to be balanced. And he says as follows, the same thing that Rabbi Nachman said. And the last line of the first page, There's a tremendous chasakana to get too caught up in chumras. Person gets too caught up with one mitzvah and it'll end up creating a certain personality will end up doing many averes. So listen to Rav Dessler. You want to be machmer? Let's be machmer. Okay, what do you want to be machmer? Bittel Torah. There's a place to be machmer. Lashon Hora. There's a place to be machmer. I'm going to buy a fourth, a thousand dollar restaurant? Nah, probably not. That doesn't make sense. I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone. We shouldn't, but you, let's talk about the Ikarim and work, let's be machmer on those areas, the places where it really counts. That being said, let me just say something and then we'll take some thoughts. I know there's some hands going up. So, let's take a, <clears throat> Chazal made many takanos and siyagim and zeros. Why did they have to? Wasn't that a chumrah? Why would, I thought, we should, we should stay away from too many chumras. You can't ride on a horse, you're gonna pull up a branch, you can't eat, you can't take medicine on Shabbos if a person's just a little bit, if a person's sick, you can't take medicine on Shabbos. It means if a person's a mechush ba'alma, if he has a little bit of a headache, can't take a medicine on Shabbos. There's a lot of chumras that Chazal made up. So the Torah does say, the Torah does say, that a person should make gzeris, sushmartim es mishmarti. Right? Person that what's Ushmartim is Mishmarti mean? I have my Torah, that's Mishmarti. Ushmartim you should keep doesn't just mean you should keep my Torah, you should make a Mishmaris, you should put a gate around my Torah. It's very you, you know, everybody knows that if anybody have a um, uh, um, a, a fireplace in their house? You have kids, a fireplace, right? So even not kids, you, you, you have to have a little gate there. You don't wanna you wanna get you wanna be able to get too close. Averis Hatorah for sure. You want to you want to make sure that you don't come too close. So did Chazal ever make a zero that a person has to have a filter? Did Chazal ever say you have to have a filter on the on the computer so that you protect yourself from, uh, from things that are uh, very unhealthy and uh, and terrible on the? Did Chazal say you have to? Have a, what did Chazal say? They, never, they didn't have the internet. How could they have a filter? So I heard many years ago in the name of Rav Hutner the following, and it's very important. You sold Gadol as follows. Shmartimus Mishmartim says that. Every person has to know themselves enough that they have to know what area I'm weak in, what area I will fall into, what area I'm going to, if I don't put up a fence, that I'm going to make a mistake. I'm going to, I'm going to be nichshel. Now, for some people, it's talking in shul. I have an, I can't stop. To, I, listen, I don't want to talk in shul, but I have the same friends for the last 20 years. They're going to sit next to me. I, I'm going to talk. There's nothing I can do. I'm, I'm going to talk. So, shmartim is mishmarti. Then you have an obligation not to sit there. Go to another shul. 
go to another seat. Say something. You have to put up a fence so that it doesn't happen. It's going to happen. If you keep, so you have an obligation to, Chazal said as follows, we're going to put up fence, the Torah says you have to put up a fence. We're going to put up a fence that is going to be a fence that everybody has to take on. This is like a, a fence kavua, but that doesn't stop every single individual from putting up their own particular fences. Person goes on to YouTube, you can watch the Gadol Hador, you can watch the Reb Chaim Kanievsky on YouTube. And in two seconds, you're in the worst place in the world. You guys, like, it's like a flip, you can flip from, from Apple to, uh, to a PC. You know, you do, alt, alt, what is it? Alt, uh, you know, you, you do two buttons and you're gone. So if a person doesn't have that Yetzirah, so then you don't have, there's no reason for, why do you have to have a filter file? I don't, it's not, it, that doesn't, it, it's not a Yetzirah for me. It's a fine, so there's no, no, no reason, no, there's no halacha. But if a person has that, then he has an obligation. I can't put myself in a position where I'm going to be over in Avera almost, in de- almost definitely. So if it's talking, then you have to make a shmirah for talking. If it's this, if it's, every time I go to Manhattan, I just can't stop myself. There's a certain restaurant, I smell that food, and I, 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 I for lunch, I have to, so you have to make a mishmeris, you have to, you have to set up a system, tell your friend, you know, you, you, you have to do something to protect yourself from your own particular areas where there's a strong where you're going to fall in if you don't do that. That's a shmur. So on the one hand, you have the chumrah where if it's too much, it's unhealthy. On the other hand, a person has an obligation to set up a system where he is going to be protected. Chazal helped us. They did it for Shabbos. They did it for certain things. They did it for Arayos. They set up a system of shmirah. But that, that, that's just the beginning. Then a person has to know himself and be honest and say, listen, this is not a Yetzar for me, but that is a Yetzar for me. He, this person has that issue and I have this issue. And, and then each one has to have their own specific protections. They asked Reb Chaim, the Vilna, the, 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 the Velazhin came to the Gon. And the Gon, you know, the Gon only wore Tefillin Shalrashi. We wear Tefillin Shalrashi. The Lubavitch, you'll see some people, they'll put out, they have a, a wider Tefillin bag because they have Tarashi in the Rabbeinu Tam. So after Shemonesu, they'll switch to the Rabbeinu Tam. Right? Because there's a machlokes, you know, how the, the, the order of the parashiyos, how they should be set, how they should go. So the, 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 the Reb Chaim Velazhin came to the Gon. This is brought down in the Kesar Rosh. Han Hagas Reb Chaim Velazhin. He said, listen, Rebbe, I know why you don't wear, the, the Gon didn't, why would the Gon wear Tefillin Shalrashi? Tam? He held like the Tefillin Shalrashi. What about the Chumrah? He says, Chumrah? I take off my Tefillin. I'm not learning Torah. <laughs> I'm not going to take away two minutes from Torah because of uh, a Tefillin. I don't like Rashi. So he says, yeah. So the Chaim Velazhin says, yeah, that's you. But I, I'm not learning every second. The Chaim Velazhin, I'm not learning every second. So maybe I should wear the Rabbeinu Tam's Tefillin. That's how he asked the Gerach. So the Gerach answered him, you want to wear the Rabbeinu Tam's Tefillin? So wear everyone's Tefillin. Then you have to, what does he, what does he say? You have to put on 24 different pairs of tefillin. If you want to do all the shitas, then do 24 different pairs of tefillin. There's the Rabbeinatam, there's the Rashi, there's the, the Ravid, and then you have, within those shitas, there's two ways of doing it, six, and then he times it by, he says, in the Kesarosh, he asked the Grab, Moreno Rabbeinu, in a Mech tefillin, the Rabbeinatam, they shlot off Ragam with film Shabrashi Yikr. We know we pass them like Rashi. You know that the, uh, when the, when the Yushalmi on Kachim came out, it says very clearly that we, that the halacha is like the Rabbeinu Tam. Tefillin should be like the Rabbeinu Tam. So the Chafetz Chaim started to put on the Tefillin of the Rabbeinu Tam. He never did his whole life, but he started putting on the Tefillin of the Rabbeinu Tam. So one of the sons asked him, are you putting it on because more Chassidim moved, you're, you're replaced with this Chassidim and the Chassidim wear Rabbeinu Tam, you don't want to be, you know, Mishana from the Midhag of the Makom? He says, no, 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 because the Yushalmi in Kachim, it says that the Rabbeinu Tam's uh, position is correct. So he started putting on the Tefillin of the Rabbeinu Tam. Then they found out that the Yushalmi on Kachim was a forgery. 
And uh, it was, you know, the whole thing was a big forgery, and people got duped, including the Chafetz Chaim. It was duped by the, the four. Yeah, and we, have, we always said we're going to speak about it. We will speak about it, but not now. But there was a. So you want to be ma- so He says, I'm, I'm, I'm mavatal anyway, many hours, right? So he says, My mistake. I, actually, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. The Grod didn't want to take off his fillin because then he'd be for a few minutes without fillin. That's why. Not without Torah, without fillin. You can learn, Rav Moshe used to learn when he used to take off his tefillin. He used to sit there with the Mishnahis. There's no problem to learn why you're taking off his tefillin. But if he takes off his tefillin, Ashal Rashi, then he won't have, for the moment, for the five, for the two minutes, he won't have the Rabbeinu Tam. So he says, I don't wear tefillin all day anyway. So maybe I should put on the Rabbeinu Tam's tefillin. He goes, sure, put on the Rabbeinu Tam's tefillin, put on the Ravid's tefillin. You can put on everyone's tefillin. Sure, put on 24 pairs of tefillin, and on the spot, the Gra says, he says, these are all the 24 positions. It's like when the person came to the Gra and he said, um, I, I want you to give me a a, 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 a bechino on Masech the Sukkah. I learned it a hundred times. He goes, okay, how many Sukkahs Psulim are there in Masech the Sukkah? So he laughed. He says, come on, come on, give me a real question. The girl says, these are the Sukkahs Psulim, these are the Sukkahs Shem. You want to learn? Learn it a thousand times. That's what they, they say. We quoted in the Thursday night shift when the, when the, when the Reb Chaim Velozhin was 18 years old, he came to the Gon and he said, um, I already learned Masech, I already learned Seder Moe 14 times and I still don't know it. And I'm all upset. So the girl, the girl said, 14 times? You expect to know it after 14 times? So the, the Reb Chaim said, oh, you mean I should learn it 101 times? He says, no. You should learn it your whole life. Keep chazering. Your whole life you learn a little bit new. You're, there's always two cycles. There's two cycles. Learning something new and you're also chazering at the same time. That's how you grow. So Chaim Elohim says, if you want to put that on, what do you find 14, 24 deos? He goes, first of all, there have been a time, the Reb Haigon, and then you flip it, flip it from left to right and right to left, that's three, and he flips it over, he comes out with 24 zugos. So obviously too much is, uh, is, a, is a real, is a real, is a real problem. They also asked, that being said, that being said, you have to have a shmira, you have to know yourself. You have to put up your own protection. person knows that he's nichshal in certain areas. There's an obligation from the Torah to protect himself by making sure that he's not going to be nichshal. On the other hand, if something's a chumrah, that's not a chumrah. That's an avera. If I don't do it, I'm going to do it. On the other hand, it's chumrahs. Too many chumrah. You want to be machmir? Let's find a chumrah. That really is important. Let's find the chumrah like, 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 like stalker. Like, uh, find the, you want to be machmir in stalker. Machmir in chesed. Machmir in, in loshon hara. Machmir in bittel Torah. Don't be machimir on, on Kleinikite, which is just going to make you a little bit mishrug. That's step one. Now, if you have any thoughts or questions, now is a good time, and then we'll talk about halachas of Psach itself here. Apropos what you've been saying, I recall in my youth that Rabbi Kanatapsky, of Meshach, yes. would get up on Shabbos... Rabbi Meyer. Rabbi Meyer, the, the Meyer's uh, father. father. Rabbi, Mrs. Ma- Rabbi Meyer. Rabbi Meyer's father, the young Israel West Hampstead, on Shabbos HaKadol, and announced very clearly that any matzah, machine baked or otherwise, that has a reliable hashkocha, is kosher le Pesach. And if you have a humrah, don't tell the next person right. that what you don't eat is not kosher. Of course. You want to be machmir? If you, at, least, at least keep it to yourself. Unless you really think it's halacha. I think it's halacha. My, I know this is wrong. I know what goes on in the thing. Okay. And maybe you have an obligation to say something, but otherwise, mach for yourself. Even that might be a problem if it's too much. But certainly, yeah.
is, is a post allowed to be more machmer on himself than he gives a psaq to somebody else? Can he say to somebody else, this is fine, and then hold the plumber for himself? I think so. People have a big problem with that. I, I think in, let's say, let's say, a Rav says, if a Rav says, I, I think it does, it's not good for the way it looks. But let's just, let's take an example. A Rav says it's kosher to eat in this store. Right? So then why wouldn't he eat this store? Because he doesn't eat out. So then, then there's not a problem. Right? I never, I don't, I don't eat, I don't have to but go into the store. Out, but if he would, I'm not going to eat in that store. Why not? I don't trust the Hashgacha. Of course that's inappropriate. Huh? Does Herschel Shatter only eat... Uh, he doesn't paskin, no. you can't drink milk. No, no, That's his own personal plan. He says, we can eat, we can drink milk, regular milk, but he won't. But I, yeah, that's true, that's true. He does have that, he does have that personal, he does, I think he does have that. I don't, I don't think he's ever, people who know, like, people know that he doesn't drink milk. I think, or, like his fan, I, I don't know, I'm not sure how you know, I'm not even sure if it's true, I'm not sure, but that's what I've heard. Yeah, that sounds, um, I don't know, I don't know. I wouldn't eat there. I wouldn't eat there. As a chumrah, I wouldn't eat there. As a chumrah, I wouldn't eat there. I, hold, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds funny. Very funny. Yeah. Just going back to um, making a gedder. Yes, making so, for yourself. Right. So the Rabban were mistaken uh, about not riding on the horse because right. it might come to right. the right. So they had the power to do that. For everyone. For everyone. But they said, listen, you really should do that yourself. You, have, you should make that gezerah. And you should make the xera. There are certain xeras that we all should make ourselves. Chazal said, well, we're going to institute that xera formally. Right. And that becomes... When, all... when did that power run out? It's a good question. Because we're in... We're in I mean, just... I don't think that... I don't think that... I, I think that power ran out a long time ago. Ain't lanu ligzor... Yeah. I mean, that affects everybody. Yeah, ain't lanu ligzor xeras midateinu. That's the general assumption for the last few hundred years, a thousand years. That where they, that the poskim say when when a certain community will come out and say you now you have to have a filter, what they're basically saying is that you you have an oblig every every person they're saying every I think every person has an obligation to because no one can you know. Uh, withstand that uh, temptation. So the same way I have an obligation, if I have the temptation, the same way you have the obligation to have it. I don't know, can they really say that for their community? That goes back to the whole question of whether Los Sosa applies, which is part of the next question, whether Los Sosa applies nowadays. If Los Sosa applies nowadays, then it's possible that they do have that capacity. So Sosa does not apply nowadays because, the, like the Rambam says, it ran out after the Bezan HaGadol. To make a Zeira already for the last thousand years is very, very complicated, very difficult. I think it's more appropriate, I think it's more appropriate that each person should look and say, listen, I can't really say that it's not a problem for me because I know that it is a problem for me. If we're not going to be honest, and there's no reason, what's the, then what's the point in the first place? So obviously, we're, we're trying to be honest, real Jews. Honest, real Jews, so I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've been nichshal many times. I have an obligation to myself to make a to make a but film. Chazal should take that decision away, so to speak. Why? No, the opposite. I have at that that point, the obligation for each person individual to make the zera for themselves. That's the Torah. You can't take away a pasuk in the Torah. But who said that Chazal can make a zera for Kol Yisrael? That already that might have that might have uh, been been uh, been relinquished. To make a zera to to paskin, That's really they can do. Paskin is just telling you what the halach is. What the halacha is. Unless you say, the halacha is that in such a situation, you're not allowed to put yourself in such a situation. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, Lenny. So, but, but, on that point, yeah. about, you know, like, the Zera, yeah. about not riding a horse, you're going to take a 
Chazal could do that, right? But they, they didn't leave room to adjust that later on. Right. That's a problem. Why? Because that turns, first of all, today it turns off a lot of people. That's not a problem. But turning off is not a problem. It is a problem. No, it's not a problem. Okay, I'm telling you. Well, it is. I know it's not a problem. Because, no, I know it's turning off, but that's not a problem. That's their problem, not, not the Torah's problem. Well, it's a problem. There's nine. Because they also make the same Buzera that you, you know, can't write. They didn't recognize that you can, you can, let's say, take a boat that's being drawn by horses because you won't. There, there are no there are no trees that you can, you're not going to rip a branch off to hit a, a horse. So they left open the possibility that you can use you can use horses in certain respects on Shabbos. But so the same thing with swimming. They said you can't go swimming, right? Because you may dig out a boat or you know you may grab a take. But that doesn't can, a swimming pool. Nobody's going to do that. So there should be room. Modern American or modern Rebbeim should have the right. To, to say, well, they do have the right. They actually do have the right. They, no, they do have the right to uproot it. You have no. You can. You can. You can uproot Xera too. You can. The Gemara says no, because you have to be Godom men of the chachma of a minion. But that's like saying you can't. No, there have been Xeras in the history that have been uprooted, but since for many years, about twelve hundred years. We feel like we're not called the men of the Chochma of the Minion. So you have to write. Well, it's, it could be. It could be. That's not it. There was never a... No, 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 no. Nobody ever held it was allowed. That's a misunderstanding of the halacha. That's not a gzera. Showering on Yom Tov wasn't a gzera. Showering on Yom Tov is a halacha that you're not allowed to do a malacha on Yom Tov that's eno shavalachal nefesh. That's not a gzera. You can't do a malacha on Yom Tov of heating up water for something that most people don't need. So... That's the halacha. That's not a change of the gzera. So it used to be that people didn't shower all the time. They showered once a week. So then why do you have to shower on Yom Tov? It's Eino So the halacha, the gzera didn't change. The metziah changed. Once the metziah changes, of course the halacha changes. That's like saying, you know, we used to be able to say, we used to, it used to be that um, that you can't eat uh, animals from a certain farm, from a certain area. Why? Because most of them became trephists. It turns out they took away the nails that were in the uh, that were on the on the farm, and now uh, they're not eating the nails, so the stomachs aren't being perforated, right? So now uh, the animals are not trafus. Oh, we changed all. You didn't change the halacha. The, 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 the facts on the ground change. Once the facts change, then of course the halacha changes. So that's not change. That's not exactly that's being uprooted. What Lenny's talking about, you're, you're allowed to swim on Shabbos. There's no halacha not to swim on Shabbos. They made a gzera, you can't swim for this reason. That gzera stays unless, unless, and it's hard to really know exactly when this happened. Chazal said, in the Nusach HaGzera, not that we know the reason, but when they made the gzera, when they put it up on the shul board, they said, you can't swim on Shabbos anymore because of this and this reason. So then, if that reason would fall away, then you'd be able to swim. But if they didn't put the nusach, now we're, we're not we're not there, so we don't know. You know, if we if we if we if we find in the in the archaeological evidence that 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 information that they made the gzera, you know, that it says because of, or sometimes you mention they make a blanking gzera, then you come to the rabbi and you say, by the way, what's the reason of the gzera? Oh, this is the reason. That's different. But if you put it into the very core of the gzera, then once the reason falls, then the halacha falls as well. But until unless that happens, if you got the men of men, you could be. If you're not called a menachachmin, you can't be okay. That's the halacha. Now the question is, why is that the halacha? Who made that halacha? That halacha is a din Torah. That's a, that's a, not, now's not the time, but that halacha is patterned after a din Torah. It all makes sense. You just have to learn a little deeper. Yeah. What's the difference yeah. going It's a very good question. And that, it should just know, as you would imagine, that question is dealt at great length in the post. Any answer to that? 
it's different answers to the carbon. Asano says it's not, but mikvah's not, but you can't be, you can't do a rechitza on Shabbos. Swimming, showering, that's rechitza. No, 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 that's no, 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 it's rechitza, it's a gzera rechitza b'shabbos. They say, going into the mikvah is tvila, not rechitza. That's how they, that's how they get out of it. That's how they say it. Okay, yeah. That's a personal chumrah. It's personal chumrah. He used to walk around. I'll tell you a, a wonderful maisa, which I've never told. A wonderful maisa. Never told. Um, my grandfather was was uh, was close with my wife's grandfather, Abzeli Keller. I've mentioned him many times. Was very close with the Gedolim of the Lower East Side. He was very. He was roommates. Um, Rev, Rev Scheinberg was a little bit older than him, but he was roommates with Rev Scheinberg. Or maybe he was. He might have been a little bit older than Rav Shabrak. I'm not sure. They were about the same age, and one of the yeshivas they were roommates. So um, when the when the Heller family came to Eretz Yisrael for the unveiling of my wife's grandfather's um, wife, my wife's grandmother, so uh, they came to the Scheinbergs. You know, they were old friends, so they came to the Scheinbergs, and my grandfather had Parkinson's at the time. So he's bent over in his. Uh, he's an old man. He's bent over in his uh, in his wheelchair. And Rev, uh, Rev, Rev, uh, and the, and the Rebbitz and Rev, Sh- Rev, Rebbitz and Scheinberg and the family says, the hell is here, the hell is here. So the old, you know, Rev Scheinberg comes out and he comes there and he goes to, uh, he goes to, to, to Rev Zellig who's in the wheelchair. And my uncle Shimon is there and he says, Ta, Rabbi Scheinberg is here, Rabbi Scheinberg is here. So Rav Shamber gets down on his knee and he's kissing Rabbi Ze- Rav Zelig's hands. He says, Rav Zelig, it's great to see you. He's a big tzaddik, Rav Zelig. It's great to see you. It's great to see him. He's kissing his hands. So Rav, 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 my grandfather picks up and he sees he's wearing, you know, 70 pairs of tzitzis. So he grabs him by the tzitzis. He goes, you're still doing the thing with the tzitzis. <laughs> <laughs> you're still doing the thing with the tzitzis. <laughs> I told him, what, 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 he goes, yeah, dude. You know, and he used to tell people in his yeshiva, don't be mashugah like me. In his issues, don't be mashogal like me. Okay, someone has a particular chumrah, it's not so he would never say in a million years that someone should copy him. Why he particularly had that chumrah, I'm not sure. But that's his particular, definitely should not copy such a thing, most definitely not. And he should, what? What? Yeah, if he had that, whatever, he picked that Indian. So he, whatever reason, I don't know if they were different halachas and sisters, each sisters had a different way of tying. I have no idea what, what the cheshman was. So I think that, um, so this is a very, very important yeso. The person has to be very careful. He has to know, first of all, what a halacha is. And you have to know what a chumrah is. If it's a chumrah, then you have to know. Okay, is this chumrah for me? And if it's too many chumras that I start piling on, Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Dessler, you're going to end up more, with more hezek, with more problems than solutions. Like, like it often says, that, I think it, um, often the Mishnah Brura writes that a bal nefesh should be machmer on himself, a bal nefesh. So, but you know, when you come to Eretz Yisrael, you're there for about six months, you start learning, right? Six months. Why we're not learning in high school, I have no idea. Why they start, people start learning in Israel. That's a shanda and a harpa. I have no idea what's going on. I'm not sure. But everybody knows, you know, I will start learning when I was in Israel. Right? Start learning when I'm in Israel. So you go to Israel, after six months, you want to take on, taking on the Chumrah. So someone went to Rabbi Lichten's things itself. Says, I'm taking, because, what, should I do this? He goes, uh, well, uh, the, the Mishnah Baruch says that the uh, Baal Nefesh should be Machmer. So he says, so the, the, the kid says, okay, I'm going to start doing it. So Rabbi Lichten says, you think you're a Baal Nefesh? <laughs> you think you're a Baal Nefesh? A Baal Nefesh, you have to be someone who's, who's, you know, first you can't, so that doesn't mean that you can't take on any Chumrah. But too much is not that. You have to know what Allah is, you have to know what a Chumrah is. Number one. Number two, once you know what a Chumrah is, Take on one, two, but it start. That's my whole life. Chumras, chumras, chumras. That's not not correct. Number three, number three, is you have to distinguish between a chumra and a shmirah. 
Something's a chumrah, then I don't take on, I don't have to take on a chumrah. Something's a shmirah, shmirah means I have an obligation to take on a shmirah. I have an obligation not to walk past that tray for restaurant. Every time I walk past her, I can't stop. Every time I sit next to this guy, I can't, I can't, such a good conversationalist, I can't stop talking. So in a nice way, I say, listen, I, I, I don't take it personally, I'm gonna move up front. Now of course you move up front, you start talking to the next guy. That's the only problem. I'll sit next to, you know, I'll, I'll sit by the, by the balcore. You have to, you have to put up a shmirah. If you're gonna be on the internet, you can look at inappropriate things. You have to put it, that's not, that's not a chumrah. That's a shmart emes mishmarti that you have an obligation to do. So you have to know what's a halacha, what's a chumrah, what's a shmirah. That's fundamental in the avoda that we have of being Jews today. Now I have a shaila. Yes, of course. Then. It's a mishigas. I happen to love cleaning for Pesach, and it's not because I'm not involved. I'm, I love cleaning. I, li- I, I'm, I'm a, I like clean. I, my off- I clean my office. I have an office where I learn. Uh, I would say once a month. I go, okay, let's, let's start again. You know, because I like uh, order. Masuda. My head has to be masuda. So I don't mind cleaning like that. I love having. We like having a spring cleaning. It's gavaldic, and we also clean for chametz, right? But cleaning for chametz. You know, in the olden days, first of all, cleaning for chametz took two hours. But they'd have one room. They didn't have anything. They had one pot and one pan and one spoon. So you're right, it's, it definitely, it's over the top. And I think in the last 10 years, a lot of the Rabbanim have been making it very clear. They said, you can clean, if you want to clean behind the fridge, gesundheit, hey, but that's not Pesach. That's already avud. That's, that's not, you, your chametz could be under the oven. That's not, you want to, that's fine. But that's not about, that's not chametz. That's something else. What is it? Is it clean? So why am I going up to my attic? I don't eat in my attic. You don't have to clean in your attic. Are you afraid that the mouse came and the squirrels came? In our family, we have an attic. Sometimes we have no idea why. Sometimes there's, I don't know if anybody else has this. It's like a little noise in the attic. For the last 15 years, there's noise in the attic. So when we were young, we said that we have a deer that we keep in the attic. And we, and he's, he's, he's our deer. So the kids are, I think they finally figured out that there's no deer in the attic. Don't tell anybody, by the way. Don't tell anybody. But, uh, so, you know, so, you know, so, so I'm not sure what. But that's, you know, right? So, yeah, Danny. I mean, does that answer the question? Yeah, of course it's a chumrod. It's not a chumrah. That's, that's what, by the way, that's, by the way, that's exactly what Rav Nachman's talking about. You clean like that, and then the women will say, I can't stand Pesach. Of course you can't stand Pesach. I wouldn't be able to stand Pesach too if I clean like that. It's crazy. So you have these chumras, this mishagasin, and then people hate the yomtif. It would be better if you clean for four hours, for five, ten hours, five hours, and the yomtif is beautiful. It's gavaldic, it's wonderful, it's so nice. A nice, there's no chumras, you feel like, you know, you, so, but we end up with the chumras, and then the chumra becomes a kula, a terrible kula. Where if the women are so tense and upset, you know, I have to start cleaning from Hanukkah, I'm starting to clean for Pesach. It's crazy. Yeah. If there's one poster that passes one way, but everybody else passes the other. Next sugya. Next sugya. Listen to this. We're gonna look, we're gonna look at it, we're gonna look, you know, I, I plan to do that today. It's 9.30. So I can't do it today. But that being said, that being, I know everybody, I know we have to go places. That being said, I wanna just, on the next, keep the pay, actually, I'll, I'll keep, we'll have them next week. There are three Gemaras, the Gemara in Ervin, the Gemara in Avadazor, the Gemara in Nida, that deals with these Shilas. You have a, you have one posting that says one way, many posting that say another way. What happens there? I go to one Rav, he tells me, can't do it. Can I go to one Rav, he tells me, you can't do it. Do I have to have a particular Rav that I go to? So I've been plan- I, I think I said three weeks ago I was gonna talk about that, that's next week's year. How Paskening, not how Paskening works. 
That's also important. I'm the shayel. How does it work? Can I go from one rub to another? Do I have to have a rebbe? Do I have to be machmir in certain areas? Can I be machmir like a das yachid? Can I pick a das yachid? All right. So we'll just. Or is it from a chumrah? Let's. Right. Right. Good. Good. One thing we know for sure. The Chazanish says very, very clearly, very clearly, that if someone is your Rav, and we'll discuss this more next week, if someone's your Rav, then you go Lakula, you go Lachumra, and it doesn't matter if there's someone greater than him, go to Menem Chacham of a minion, assuming that your Rav is a Posek, I go to, I, let's say I go to uh, someone in Flatbush, I go to this Rav, he's a Posek, a, a, well, a well-known, very fine Posek. Ah, but if Moshe said differently, ah, but if Chaim says differently, ah, but if... Ravazna says differently, there's nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Bain Lakula, Bain Lachumra. Danny, your question is, I don't have a Rav. I don't have a Rav. I just know, I look, I look what's out there, and I see, there's 20, all the Rabbanim say this way, and one Rav says that way. Well then maybe you can't go like that, Rav. Maybe at that point, because you don't have a Rav, wait, shall Sofrim, make them, Daraisa, maybe you have to go Machmir. Might be very good to have a Rav, so you can get yourself out of those issues. Let's get Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.